0: Welcome back to Bros in a Landfill, the only show where one member watches the anime, then shuts it down the other member's normie throats. <laughs> Your hosts for this week are the normie billion.
1: Yeah, I'll take that. I mean, I'll watch a couple animes here and there, but I, I feel like I'm re- a relative normie. I'll take it.
0: And totally not normie um, Tribian, uh, who watches anime, well he says he does, works a full-time job and is married. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, just
1: despicable. We know
0: who the normie here is. Yeah, oh uh, God, such a weeb. God, I've got no life whatsoever. Um, <laughs> so, uh, anime is a thing. Um, so it is. usually every um every like anime season, I tend to do a roundup follow up of all the shows that I finished. But I'm gonna try to mix things up here. Start talking about like the shows I'm watching this season, then go into the shows that I finished last season. Just to keep things a bit more brisk, uh, I don't. I don't have as much. I mean, I. That's not true. But like, I don't have as much to say about last season uh, as, and I didn't finish as many shows last season. So hopefully, this can pad for time a little bit. But also, uh, there's um more pressing matters that I think m- most people are more interested in is um the new stuff this season, which includes uh the only show that lunch has also watched. I assume that's the only show he's also watched this new season is yeah. um uh, my hero academia season four. All right. Which um, we've already kind of shared our hot takes on in um, the Bros in the Landfill Discord. You can find that in the link in the description below. Yeah, we 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 share our opinions about these things sometimes beforehand. So yeah, uh, I'm shilling our Discord. Anyways, yes, Please lunch. My Hero Academia us. season four. Let's go. <laughs> uh yeah, so... My Hero Academia is is back. Um,
1: I've got kind of mixed feelings Woo. on this franchise as a whole. Um. There have been parts of it that I've, like, really, truly loved without reservation, and then parts that uh, bummed me out, and now I don't care as much. Um, I wasn't really into season three, I gotta say. Um, yeah. Mostly because I think this show is kind of, like, a problem with uh I think there's not really enough downtime. I, I think it... Mm-hmm. I, like, there's something epic happening every episode to the point where, like, it can feel a little bit melodramatic and... Like it or a bit yeah. formulaic, um, and so I, I I've kind of come in with, with guarded expectations, but I, I am enjoying this well, so far.
0: I think the show also has a bit of an identity problem because it wants to be Deku's story, but it also wants to be the story of the class as well, and I think it really struggles to find that balance a lot of the time.
1: Yeah, I think it's a bit Deku centric all the time. Where like I, I think he's great, um, but. I also mm-hmm. want to see how everyone's doing. Um, like, like part of the appeal of this show is that, or like on a very basic level, is that it's like superhero Hogwarts, and so like I want to see what everyone's up to yeah. and how everyone's growing. Um, um, some of my favorite stuff is when it everyone's in the class together and you have their dynamic and yeah. Um,
0: well, I think that also also kind of goes back to where the show's biggest faults are, and this is why I think the back half of season three, especially, kind of faltered. Is that it's trying to juggle too many stories all at once, rather than every story having its time of day. Yeah. So when we had on um, this um, the back of season three with that like license arc, you had a bunch of like like everybody split it off into like different like like few man cells, and like each episode was like kind of focusing on multiple ones of them like throughout a single episode, and because of that, like you had a bunch of these stories going on at the same time, but there was it was hard to have like any real focus on in any individual story the um narrative and pacing felt very disjointed so while we were going through like the story of the entire class it wasn't very focused whatsoever no it felt like like, I like think,
1: everybody got like a breadcrumb you know
0: mm-hmm. it's like you either have you either have a story with the entire class and actually this is what like like um last time you guys like when you guys talked about um My Hero Academia, like, when I wasn't on. You guys brought up Naruto. Where I think Naruto actually works in this regard is that each of the mission structures are done with small teams. So you have this big um, cast of characters. But the actual, like, story arcs that take place only involve a couple of those characters at a time rather than having, like, five stories going on with five groups of characters, like, all at once. So, comparing this back to, like, My Hair Academia, I think the best parts of My Hair Academia is when it's telling a focused, coherent story. Like, so, like, let's say, like, the beginning of the story where Neku, well, Neku, that's, um, Deku is trying to focus specifically on, like, getting strong enough to go to school. We have that, um, I think the whole, um, like, competition arc in the second season was because it was all focused on one thing thrusting forward. Like, yes, you had a bunch of individual characters having little arcs, because they all those arcs were colliding with each other and collashing with each other, and you had, like, <clears throat> these specific, like, fights going on. It allowed for, like, a singular story to be focused on at any given time.
1: Yeah, well, and like, then... um... Yeah, the... Because, the, like, the thing in Season 3 where they threw the balls at each other, <laughs> forgetting the name, the exam... Um, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. It, it's such an inherently chaotic like story concept. Like in the mm-hmm, sports yeah. festival, like there was a lot more structure to it. It was very much one thing at a time, especially when it got onto like the one v one fights. And so, like, yeah, you could focus on whatever was happening with the characters for that segment, um, rather than like yeah. completely just flashing for two seconds between everyone.
0: Yeah, it's like I think. I think like a better way to have done that would be maybe to just show like like an individual story, go through the whole thing, and just do like a procedural set of um do like procedural sets of um flashbacks to show like what everybody was doing during that time, rather than interspersing because it made it very hard to follow or care because it slowed the story. To I just a halt. think
1: the idea of like a some kind of competition with like a hundred people in it is like just generally not a great idea <laughs> like dragon ball well, super well, is that's... something similar where there's like 80 people and it's like what the like who even cares it's just well, nonsense I... it's just like ship flying around but,
0: but but i but i contend to the fact that one of the best arcs in naruto is the tuning exams which is basically a hundred people clashing with each other you yeah, have the whole true. like but but the reason why but the reason why it was so good is cuz you were only really focusing on Naruto's yeah, squad that, at the all, beginning. Yeah, that's all
1: good. Yeah. I think sticking with just his character so for like, most of it is is a good idea.
0: So like so all like all of your emotional weight was focused on these people at the beginning and then you get to the whole like tournament arc of it where you have okay, these individual fights, but at the same time it's one fight at a time. Yeah. Meaning that you had like each fight was its own little story and its own little arc. Or if it was handled like th- like that part of My Hero Academia was, you would have like three fights going on at the same time, flashing between them, and it be a completely incomprehensible. Well, to I
1: think the sports festival and the tuning exams are, are very much like you can. It's very easy yeah. to draw parallels between them. I think both of them are great.
0: But it's actually sort of funny because like the tuning exams is more of the equivalent of the license exam, <laughs> but that's the hilarious part. Uh, but, and and, and in like terms of but, like, like, like lore,
1: but like in terms of a story, yeah. the sports festival is oh, basically yeah. the same thing.
0: Um. Yeah, but it, God, but the sports festivals tournaments, so <laughs> or <laughs> it's like peak. But those types of tournaments, my hero Jimmy. like those. The reason those reasons why the structured like sports tournaments sort of work is because each little interaction in a in a sport is a story. That's why sports anime are so That's popular it's and so much fun unpopular. to watch. Yeah, but when you when you're dealing with something like the. Um, license exam is like it was so much unfettered chaos that story thing, like like every little interaction was like could get no focus because there was so much happening that they had to fit in with such a limited amount of time. Like there was, there was some great stuff in there that was completely overshadowed by a lot of bullshit.
1: Yeah. Um. So that's uh that's one of the problems with with my hair academia later on. Yeah. That I I'm hoping that this new uh season doesn't fall into as much um and so far with season four we've gotten like um we've gotten like i think that's a self-contained like little fluff episode to begin with which i really appreciated and it seems like mm -hmm. it seems like the rest of the season is going to focus very much on on deku as he joins this new agency and stuff and and while i prefer seeing the whole cast uh, if it's picking a path and staying there then
0: i guess that's kind of okay but i think that's part of part of the thing is like the the my Harry Demi mean, is like biggest um, weakness is also its biggest strength is that it has such a large cast of interesting, relatable, like unique, colorful, um, fun characters. So you want to see all those characters. But at the same time, if you want to see all those characters, you don't have the time to see them. It's not that type of show. Like if it was a slice of life, like, oh, yes, this is just every every episode is just having fun with these characters. That can work. But, like, in this type of, like, in narrative where you have this progressively, like, more intense, like, narrative of these characters getting stronger over time, that's partially why Naruto fell into, like, bullshit. It was because you had so many characters trying to get so strong over this massively well, long story with these immense I think stakes. the show needs
1: more slice of life. It needs less, like, it, well, they... like, it needs less epic speeches and, yeah. and less, like, heroic standoffs, which are all cool. Because... But, like, like, one of my favorite episodes what... is when they're picking the what... hero names. Or, or, like, I like it when they're... They're trying to figure out what their special moves are, and they're all like clicking, you know, like
0: yeah, I know exactly. Like if they could just let these characters the, bounce each the...
1: Other. Or, or the 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 home the the room decorating contest, like like that. That's a good way to use these characters. I I feel like the way that something epic is always happening in My Hair Academia to be almost a bit greedy in terms of the writer. It's like I I just want all the epic oh, shit all the time.
0: But I think that's also why this like start this new season like has been a bit better and a bit more of a fresher breath air well fresh of breath air wow <laughs> way to go try with your words um, it's been a bit more of a breath of fresh air because the like we're three episodes in and like the stakes have immediately been dropped down to just personal level shit rather than oh yes big conflict stakes like it's it's clearly setting some things up but it's slowed itself down quite a bit from the license exam um,
1: i i do really like the um actually this is seems like maybe a weird example to bring up a thing i liked because it is a disjointed alternate story but but i really like the bit with the villains where they're like hanging out in like some fucking
0: oh yeah in the middle of night somewhere the villains have and it's because the villains have great chemistry and villains have great personalities too but whenever they're most of the time when they're on screen they're just being villains rather than being people with History, yeah, but it's...
1: I think that that scene, that whole scene, might actually be my favorite part of this new season so far. Um, where it, yeah. I guess I so I, I guess I'm okay with a little bit of cutting away from from like the main focus, but um, like okay. I don't know, I I really liked... the it was some great world building. Yeah. I think that like there's now a power vacuum in the villain zone, well, and it's like there are multiple well, are they... parties that want to get to the top, and like it was also very well, tense, and like it just ended but, in a pretty dark way.
0: Well, that's part of the thing with like My Hero Academia in general is due to its Western influences. Like, the like you can see that the the way that the villains are kind of structured is more from a Western influence, where the each villain is more of an individual with this personality, this whatnot. Like, I think it's, I think it's something like like Batman, where Batman is probably like some of the most iconic villains in like history, just because of just how they're like, all written, they're all... They all have, like, these, like, backstories. Like, there's a reason... Like, they're fucked-up individuals, but they're, there's a reason why they're there, and they all have these, like, unique, like, gimmicks, personality, quirks, traits, whatever. And I think My Academia really leans into that as well and and takes inspiration from that sort of thing, but it spends so much time with them just being villains, doing bad things, rather than seeing what makes them tick.
1: Yeah, there, there's... A, yeah, I, I think they're doing a good job of, of actually... Yeah, leaning into that now and uh, showing a bit more of them. Um, I think its villains are okay. We talked about My Hair Academia a couple episodes ago, and Dizzy was criticizing it, and I I, th- I think it was hard to to argue with him in the moment because he yeah, didn't know. like know everything, and also I had not watched the show in a while, mm-hmm. so like I didn't know what he had misunderstood yeah. and what he hadn't. But um, I I think the villains are okay. I, I think like i don't think that their motivations are at all incomprehensible like as he was saying like i
0: yeah no, if, I, no I, I i think it's pretty I, if,
1: obvious um
0: i think if there's any problem with the villains it's just there's too goddamn many there are of a them. lot of
1: them they're like, all kind of like just cool but it's, it's designs same,
0: yeah Well, it's the same problem with the it, it, it's the same problem with like the heroes in general is that there's so many cool designs personalities quirks ideas that like they it kind it's kind of the things get overshadowed. It's hard to appreciate any one thing or anything to get any focus because it's it's like this big like painting of just like colorful dots. Like it's hard to appreciate any specific dot because there's so many colorful yeah. ones. Like there might be a bigger one or a bit more interesting one. But there's so many colorful dots in the cast. It really that, is a bit of a
1: double edged sword. Like, I, or like yeah, like yeah. it's part of what makes the universe really cool to get into but um but yeah, I will say I think the one the one big success I think of the the villains is that I, I really like the whole thing about disrupting hero society or whatever, where it's like they're 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 yeah. testing people's confidence and their heroes and everything. And I think the way that all like because I I rewatched season three a little while ago, and I like mm-hmm. how it's like oh yeah, like everything they're doing, like they lose every time, but over they're chipping away at at the heroes over time yeah. making them suspect each other and everything. And like, by the end of it, you're like, Oh shit. Like they're, they're actually winning in a weird way. Sure. I think that was cool. Yeah. Well,
0: cause the, the, the motive, cause the motive, the, like Dizzy was like, um, complaining about the overall motivations of the villains because it's not entirely like present. If you, ha- if you're not really focusing in on the story or you're not saying the right parts of it, because the main, like the main thrust of like the bad guys, like, or at least the people controlling the bad guys. It's to ch- it's to chip away and remove that hope that All Might has instilled because you have this like backstory and this with All Might and um, one well and all for one, and it's more. It's in a lot of ways, it's more of like this, it's, like it's more of this petty grudge revenge story for the well, villains. Well, it, it is. Right?
1: I, I don't know. It, it's multiple things. Like like for. It's- it's, I for, mean, it's about, for all for but, one but or whatever or whatever his fuck what his name is. Yeah, but, it is about um. It's yeah, but, a big revenge thing. Yeah, well but that's for the um. Well that's that, the other characters for a lot of the. I think for most of the villains, it's really just about like government versus anarchy well, it's or something. A lot per- you know, well,
0: well it's what's a lot of person? Well, it's a lot of personal things? It's a lot of motivations coming together that are all under one guise, which is all for one, which is who's controlling hand mask guy. Because hand mask guy has the same motivation basically as Oliver one. Just he's been. I'm not sure. I'm not or, sure. Like, I agree with you watching. on your
1: take about the villains. Just I funny know. that we've gotten know. here. I'm just uh. saying that Dizzy is wrong and there, there. It's actually clear cut. But what I think it's about it's well, no, like, and I'm sure I'm not going to super contradict you here, but I, I definitely think the focus is more like there's the grudge match and there's like they hate each other and stuff. But let's lo- well, well, let's well, well. What it's about is like what I'm sure... uh, this kind of weird, like
0: oppressive celebrity culture, where it's like, yeah. But but going back to the All Might thing, All Might is the celebrity. Like he is he is the celebrity. <laughs> like a lot of a lot of the a lot of the reason that All Might becomes the center fo- focus of all the villain stuff, other than like all, like other than specifically All For One and Hand Mask Guy being various more specifically like we're doing this because we hate All Might. Like a lot of it, like the people go along with it because All Might is like the symbol of peace. And if All Might gets taken down, it creates the doubt. Yo, within that's everybody. what I'm saying. He so, All Might isn't he, the
1: underlying it, motivation, but he's like, like they hate a lot of them, well, hate the him sure, mo- but like it's, it's
0: well, he's, he's the underlying motivation of Handmask Guy. Like it's a lot of motivations that are all come together, which is let's take down like this. Like but, but like he doesn't hate All Might
1: for no reason.
0: He hates them because like he no, feels not, like it, left behind but by no, him,
1: you know, he, like he, he, he feels well, like he's
0: like, well, not, none of them are doing things for one reason because all these characters are multifaceted, but there's so many characters and the story is sometimes so hard to follow. That everything does feel like watered down. Like, why are these guys doing things? Then you actually look at it like, oh, this guy has X traumatic backstory. This guy created a bunch of clones of himself and then doesn't even know if he's the real version of himself. Yeah, but it's, but I think it's, I personally feel like
1: overall, it's like, it's pretty clear that it's, it's like about freedom and not having like another class of people that are like just designed to fucking keep you down.
0: I think I think we're arguing over two completely different things. You're look you're looking at the greater picture of like what like the movement is, and I'm looking at the individual reasons why people are inside this yeah, movement. Well, I, I, don't like, think, the,
1: I don't think I don't think what you're saying is, is wrong, but like I am
0: And I don't think what you're saying. <laughs> okay, well why are we why arguing are we having this argument?
1: <laughs> I'm just trying to I say what I I think like, my you... interpretation is more the more important takeaway from the villains as as an overall group. Because like like what you're saying, Cause you're saying like you know all these characters like it's kind of hard to really like uh, appreciate any one of them particularly they all kind of like take focus away from each other it's a bit messy but I think they're quite unified as a collective, uh, in terms of what their overall goal is like they all have different reasons to have more or less the same goal. Um, yeah.
0: I mean it's it's which um I think it's mean, a cool get, goal and I think s- it's interesting. Yeah. But- well, if we want to get into pseudo politics, um my Hero Academia does one thing like go, pretty good and that it, it shows the it shows like how and like why people end up going into like these extreme groups. Like and then like also like, you have a bit of like the bit of the celebrity culture is like, Oh yes, we're gonna become heroes and like there's a lot of clout behind being the heroes that take down the villains. Um this is not the time or podcast to do so because we have a lot of we have not a lot, but we have other shows that, to talk about but um yeah i i do think if we want to talk um like analogies or whatever um my is a very interesting like has some very interesting parallels to like modern twitter culture and like modern like that's not where i thought you were gonna go at all i thought you got yeah well well, 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 i was so sure you were going to talk about police
1: brutality (laughs) which is like obviously the most reasonable parallel but
0: go on go on What, what do you got what do you got well it's well more, more like cloud culture where you have like you have these people who like, like within these groups that promote like do these sorts of justice and then like they spur on the followers because they have this celebrity status. You can see something like that even just with the heroes or with hero killer stain. Yeah. Um and then like the villains, it's there's there's a lot of like, oh, you have like these these ideological like you have like these ideologues who like stand as the pinnacle of these things that do these great things that the people that believe in their message look up to and follow and try to do. Right. And everyone has like, their own, like, responsibility
1: yeah. with their, uh, I don't know, like, like there.
0: Mm. Uh, and the other thing I think really, I really like about it is it show it, it, it clearly shows that there are multiple motivations for people to be under these, like, these clouds of these groups. Like, and, like, with the heroes, you have people who do it because they genuinely believe in justice. You have people who do it for money. They have people who do it for fame and attention. With the With the villains, like especially with the he- hero killer stain, you have people who genuinely believe in hero killer's message. You have the people who are just under that guise just to cost chaos also for their own motivations. like that's something that I really like about my hero academia is it shows that you, you can have a bunch of people under one flag, like one group or one label, with completely different motivations, like you have good actors, you have bad actors, and like, like it's pretty like apt to like how like actual like groups work. Like, like, in a way.
1: Well, I mean, like, what's your? I mean, to get into the police, I guess, like, you just have to like be able to yeah. pass a bunch of physical and uh technical exams, and mm-hmm. not obviously be a psychopath, or yeah, just not obviously be a psychopath. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's it's pretty similar then. There you go with your status as like a protector of the community or whatever.
0: Yeah, well, it's the same. It's like you can not even say that like with um, yeah, like, like yes, the obvious like there's there, you have the obviously parallel with the police brutality and the police structure. But I think like even like in a greater sense, like if that was just it, then the you wouldn't have like all these villains with all these different motivations going into these groups. Like, like I think the, the hero killer stain wouldn't be as like powerful or meaningful if it was just about police brutality because then there would be all this attention to detail with all these different motivations being under the hero killer stain's ideology like i think the police brutality is a part of that but it's not the whole big picture yeah well i mean like but there's still that question of like what's parallel. a
1: you know what is a hero or what's a what's a real protector or whatever
0: well we can you can you can you can play that like just within social politics as well and like on twitter and like other social media or discord or whatever it's like who's the real heroes like and who like and it's so easy to focus on like the bad actors of both sides it's like the villains focus on the bad actors of the heroes side and that's why that's how they justify their existence
1: Hmm. well ultimately we haven't talked very much about season four (laughs) But to be fair, there's not yeah. a lot of well, season four. Season, we're three yeah. episodes in. No, I just I like to... how we're sort of focusing on on particular character. I like what they're doing with the villains. Um, I find that weird fetish tickling
0: machine to be weird. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, what? I, um, uh, that's a that's a sexual harassment. Um, complaint. Yeah, it just. I I get that
1: it's meant to be like uh, just like physical comedy that is like purposely. Dramatic, but like it really looks like some crazy kind of bondage yeah. thing.
0: I'm surprised. We, I'm surprised. Like, I, 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 honestly, like I haven't like been in like discussions of the show or on Twitter and whatnot. But I am surprised. I haven't seen like any people like being like uh sharing this on me. Like, oh, my hair academia problematic or anything. At least, well, like, it's it's even, roughly like, ironically, to, yeah. like even ironically, no, there was a there was a big
1: uh, drama when um the first episode came out and. Uh, a character in the intro has, like, bigger boobs than in the manga, and someone is mad about it.
0: Oh, of course. Well, the people, like, that's the thing, like, people get mad over so many things, and people also take, take like, satire and irony in, like, different ways. So it's like, i, I at the very least, I'm surprised that, like, there hasn't been, like, an ironic take on, like, the tickler machine thing. But, I, yeah, I... It's weird. No, like, I'm not it's, lying, it's weird.
1: It's pretty tame for my hero academia. It's one of the other things yeah, that fair. that is I not mean, great about the I mean, show. The uh, the, the yeah. super uncomfortable sexual humor of like fourteen or fifteen year olds.
0: Yeah, uh, but let's um let's change subjects. Um, <laughs> that's a I, I'll I'll quickly uh I'll quickly beat through the um other two shows that um I'm watching this season. Uh. Fuck that are that are, like our like, sequels continuing on. So um, we got the new season of Sword Art Online. I've only watched two episodes of it so far. It's, I mean, production values are still better than expected. Uh, Sword Art Online, uh, start season season two of um season three. Uh, start starts off with um Kirito being like an invalid, uh, with his like mind destroyed, and what? it's immediately like. It's immediately like more interesting than before because you have Kirito knowing, like just having like doing anything distri- or talk. Like he has this like he does it. Well, he like he doesn't like he's like just making like um like grunting noises as like he's trying to reach out to his sword because like, he wants holy to, like, shit. because of the eva- like he like sword on like sword like sword online season three part like uh part two like starts off pretty that's dark. hardcore dude. That's uh, that's you, like you're starting with-
1: like the new episode Dragon Ball Super and Goku is cancer or something like. <laughs> Like the main <laughs> character is just grunting, yeah. trying to summon his
0: sword. Cause, oh my god, dude! Yeah, and then like he's being taken care of by like the wife of um sword Art online, um, Uh and and she she's a pretty like I, I like her. She's a pretty nice character. Uh, she she can, she she's strong. She's a strong, independent woman who can take care of herself and an invalid man. Wow but it's also still very uncomfortable because Asuna well, like because Austin is still a thing in the real world. So um Kirito's got this like sort of relationship with like with Alice. Like Alice clearly has feelings for him. Uh Kirito is in an invalid state. Um she sleeps with him. Like not like not in a sexual way I don't think, but like they share a bed and like Whoa. it's all I can think about is Asuna's is in the real world and if and if she saw this I don't want I well, I mean, he can't, it's not his fault He can't even fucking move I know, it's, no, yeah, no, no, but like I'm I'm talking about like the cat fight that would ensue right. oh, Wow,
1: wow like, dude Man, Soda, he's got Soda, mad game, Soda dude Soda can't even talk And he's got this chick <laughs> God damn it, I wish I was an anime protagonist
0: I know Sort of, like it still amazes me Just like how uncomfortable Sort Online can make things like, I
1: mean, I'm convinced
0: It's like he goes into like he 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 goes into this like he he's forced in this game because his mind's destroyed by poison, and while in this game his mind gets further destroyed, so basically he's an invalid. While like like these orcs start attacking like the town. Oh no!
1: So what, wait, so what what does he? But look I, like I, I, in
0: real real life. Oh, he looks the same between the game and okay. real life. He's got like black. He's like he's like like black hair, weeby looking <laughs> freak, black hair, weeby like, really looking freak. You don't have to bully the fucking uh, characters. He, I'm just asking what he looks like. He's he's Joe, every protagonist. Okay, got it. He looks he looks like he looks like every isekai protagonist because every isekai protagonist is trying to look like him. Well, I can sure someone we can all relate to. Anyways, I, like, all, like last comment. Uh, I still like the the openings are still great. Uh, uh, Sword Art Online Alicization still has like my favorite openings, in sorter Online, so I can keep watching it just because of that. Uh, moving on to um, *Shokugeki no Soma* season four, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what happened to this show? I don't know what that is. Like the uh, food wars, the 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 ones where like um, the, the Gordon Ramsay um, kitchen oh. cook things off, and then people have orgasms while eating. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think I've seen clips of this on Facebook. People post uh, *Shokugeki Gekinusoma... no like, What the fuck is anime?
0: Um, show cake is, is in general a great alternative um sports drama where you have like oh but instead of, like sports it's food cooking cook offs and stuff. It's does a whole like over the top hype these like individual stories and whatnot great characters. But Jesus fucking Christ what happened to the production of this show? Um we've there's in this whole like arc of like bullshit where it's like oh yes um the the student council has voted to replace the 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 pre- president of the school. So now, um, there's a guy who's like basically trying to make communist um food. Like, oh, only the only food allowed to eat at like at restaurants are the food that I say is good. Basically, Oh, uh, what? I don't know. If it's it's more it's more of it's more of, a, it's more of an authoritarian. It's, it's an authoritarian. Like, you got like this authoritarian coming in saying, yes, if you don't if if you don't like agree with um my cooking style, then I'll um um fucking like say you're I'm gonna fucking expel you because you're not following my cooking style and then. I'm gonna run every bit like every restaurant in the world out of business because like if they don't follow like my standards this for cooking. This guy has a lot of power. Yeah, he he does. Uh and like so like the, the whole like conceit of the show is t- turned from like cooking into like oh individual I- no, experimental it's like, cooking roll, roll, to fight the power. Like Yeah, basically. But the biggest problem is we're we're now down to this whole like team shokageki where you have a bunch like it's like a ten v ten cook-off um of but no one like is allowed to make anything like other than
1: mac and cheese, and if you don't make basically, mac and cheese, basically. you're expelled.
0: But, but you have like you have like all like the rebels trying to like unexpel all the expelled people and trying to like say yeah we're gonna be part of the student council now so we can get rid of that guy, and then you have like the current student council which also has people replaced on the student council. Everybody who voted against the vote for the president was removed from the student council and replaced. Damn. So, so we're doing we we are dealing with some dictator. Like stuff here, so there's a team Stroke going on that started last season and is continuing on this season, and oh my god, is it so fucking slow? (laughs) Like, because like like each like each bout has like three chefs versus three chefs, okay, and generally this show is one chef versus one chef, and it's like this big competition off or compete off. And now you're having like three like three like individual stories happening at the same time rather than one story. 'Cause it's not even like, oh, these three chefs come together to make one thing. It's like, no, three you like each chef is making their own meal. They can help each other, but they're making their own meal and they're fetting off against another person. And now so we're so we have this one bout going on, and like almost each episode is focusing on like an individual person taking part of the bout. And like like this is like the third bout, and we're like already next season in four episodes in. And it's so slow the production's gone. Like, the weird thing, the first season of *Shokugeki* Soma had some pretty cool and interesting production. Like it was very like inventive and whatnot, but it just feels very uninspired, and it feels like oh, we have to make this, so we have to make this. And I'd almost just be like, why am I yeah. watching anime when I? I'm, I'm really. Uh, this is one I'm, of those. Uh,
1: I'm not into anime that is, is like uh, with really boring composition and like, you know, framing and all I, that. Like
0: which, which is which which is a shame because the manga looks fantastic. Yeah, I think a lot of
1: anime just looks really flat because they're just trying to get it out there. Um like yeah. it's
0: like the like the, the first season, the first season looks great. Like it's not it's not flat, it's not like it's got a lot of life and energy and personality to it, but now it just feels like the people making this don't want to make this. Hmm. Do you think maybe the guy who's
1: like in charge of the school now and is like shutting down all all the other interesting food is just trying to you know, prevent as many orgasms from, from happening, like, just during dinner I mean, time. I it'd be
0: more interesting if that was... It'd be interesting if that was the case. It's like, no, this isn't practical, this is impractical, this is silly, with. it's
1: inappropriate.
0: Uh, I forget the exact reason, I don't know if they've gone completely in it, but he's got some beef with people and that's why he's doing it. Like, he, he feels like he was... Like, it's about, like... like It has to do with um Soma's dad being, like, cheated out of things. And so, like, for some reason, like he's like, oh, now I have to control all the food in the world to make it a better place.
1: This sounds like, but he's I'm, like, gonna, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. This sounds like fucking nonsense. This sounds like it's no It is fucking nonsense. It's like, like this unfettered is, nonsense. Well,
0: but it's funny because, like, even like Soma's dad's like, yeah, like you're being ridiculous, and like he's like, no, I'm doing this for you. It's like I don't want this. I'm doing this the for you. What he's talking about? I you know it's it's. The story is absolutely has the story has always been silly, but at least at the beginning it was like oh fun like like high schooler bullshit silly. Now it's like adult who never grew up bullshit. Oh boy. Yeah. But yeah, that's Shokugeki into Soma season four. Um, I'm still gonna watch it, and I'm whenever I get back to reading manga, I'm gonna uh, continue reading the manga. But oof, major oof. Yeah, I definitely am. Uh like
1: One Punch Man season 2 also made me think I'm just going to read the manga instead.
0: Yeah. Um anyways, uh moving on to shows that are continuing on from last season. Uh I've got um Doctor Motherfucking Stone. Jesus Christ, this show came out of nowhere. I mean, it didn't really come out of nowhere, but it's it's a Considering it's a show, and so it is somewhat of a breath of fresh air. It's not always the strongest, but it's a very satisfying watch. Uh, it's it's very sciency, like all like the um, all of the like advancements and stuff. Like like it's more about like oh, can we get the science thing done in this amount of time? And like like oh, cool, like science bullshit because we're like we're, like we're in the. Do, do you know the conceit of Doctor Stone? I don't know if like uh, it's like you've. Some people, like, the world's ended
1: or something, and there's, like, nothing around it. It's like, let's remake society. I'm a scientist, and, and you're a big, dumb, strong guy, maybe. Is, yeah. is that
0: it? So, yeah, Dr. Stone, like, yeah, well, basically, so it's basically everybody in the world gets turned to stone because of unknown uh, reasons. I got it. Uh, like, th- thousands of years later, um, um, protagonist, like, well, uh, Tough Guy McGee and Science McGee, um... Coincidentally, are in the right circumstances for the cure of the stoning, to um, they get cured being stoned because of coincidence. They get cured being okay. Yeah, yeah, um, and then uh, and then it's like okay, now we got to remake society. But uh... as, as things are going on, um, they they're being chased by uh, fucking like lions. So they're like, oh yes, we got uh, we've got some of the stone stuff. Let's um. There's a guy over here that um, is like incredibly strong. We'll get him to 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 save us from these lions. So they do that. Uh, he's a fucking monster. And he destroy he he destroys the lions like with his bare hands. Holy shit! And then it's he's like, and that guy's like, yo, I don't want science to happen. Science leads to bullshit and to like people being unhappy and like adults like taking over the world. So yeah, we're gonna have a survival of the fittest thing and like, b- um, the science guys think he's like, no, 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 we're gonna have science because science is. How we survive, man. Science is cool. Science is how we advance and stuff. So you have like this big, like ideological, um, two ideological Sounds groups deep, of yeah. uh, of like of like primal society versus scientific society, and that's the entire conflict of the show. Uh, things happen. Uh, it's it's pretty lit. It's not the most like satisfying watch, but the characters are enjoyable. It's it's. What do you mean it's, by it's not goofy. the most
1: satisfying?
0: Um, it's because you you don't have those. It doesn't have like those big shown in like yes moments, but it never like, you know, like how like let's say like something in My Hair Academia, it's like oh yes, uh, like he hit he finally joined like he was able he passed the exam to join the school that he's been wanting to join right, like, like like you know it doesn't have these big highs, but it hits just enough where it's like yeah. Okay. You know, like it's it it's it's got a bit more of a comedic bone to it rather than trying to be super serious, like big emotional stakes. Like it it it's weirdly more of a like a it's more of a comforting show because I think because all of the like advan like all the successes made through like science rather than like sheer like will of might and um overcoming these impossible odds. Well I suppose you're watching them it's, grow it's
1: mo- and their society slowly like
0: come yeah. back. Well yeah, it's yeah, so it, in a lot of ways, it's more, oh, you have Senku, um, it's, it's more about, Senku, Senku knows what he needs to do, but will he get the things he needs in the amount of time necessary? So it's more of a race against the clock a lot of the time, and seeing the inventive ways he gets around stuff, and like how he conv- gets people to convince his people to join his side, and yeah, that, that kind of sounds impress people, cool. and yeah, like, like s- just seeing it how
1: it all comes together every time.
0: Yeah, and a lot of ways, it's almost more of like this weird slice of life in where it's a bit more down to earth and just it's just down to earth, fun science antics where like sometimes you'll have like a, a dramatic thing happening, but it's never like the only thing that's happening. Okay. And it's a bit more character focused. Question. Uh, yeah.
1: Could you could you possibly consider the show educational in any
0: way? Will I learn uh, things? Depends on how accurate. I, I I assume so. I don't know how accurate all the science stuff is. I, I'm not fact checking it. But there are definitely th- things you could learn from the show. Okay. I don't know how. I don't know if it's a hundred percent accurate, but there's definitely things you probably could learn from the show, assuming that everything's accurate.
1: Well, there's that's uh, there's some value. Yeah,
0: and I I'm I, gonna I take I, that and
1: move. Going to school.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it. It's it's a fun watch. Cool. Uh. I don't know how it stands up to something like cells at work, which is entirely like weirdly, despite, despite cells at work being like this hyperbole of um, the human body, it's somehow still like completely anatomically correct and scientifically correct. Like on everything it's talking about, like it's got an it's got a crazy amount of detail to cells at work. So I don't know if Dr. Stone really stands up to that, but my only, my only big problem with Dr. Stone is that sometimes things seem a bit, a little bit too coincidental and convenient, especially considering how, Certain things pan out. Don't want to really talk into spoilers that much, but there is some pretty epic level convenience that happens in this story. Right, a
1: bit of Deus Ex Machina.
0: Yeah, well, not necessarily. I wouldn't say necessarily de- Deus Ex. I mean, it's hard to talk about it without, like, science. It has to All do with right, stuff I, at the beginning I, of, like, I, I the second press. core. Well, like, it has to do with, like, the because, like, like, like finds this, like, society of like primitive people and then when it starts talking about like how that society of primitive people came to be that's where things start getting a bit more like like way too coincidental for how the things in the story panned out Hmm. like if it feels like a bunch of narrative because it was already convenient that like oh yes these were the people that like this really cool scientist guy was the guy that was able to be the first one to break out of the stone and like he's able to figure like over time able to figure things out so, so humanity can survive like it's already it's already got some coincidences to it, but this kind of like jumps the shark on like coincidence. But it's also goofy, shown and shown bullshit. So take it that as you like will. Some fun. I think you would actually absolutely like adore it. It's it's a it's a type of show that you could adore.
1: All right, all right.
0: Okay. Um. Next for a show that uh I'm continuing on watching um this season. Uh, uh, fire force. Woof, woof. Uh, is so it about firemen? Fire force is a show about yes, it's about firemen who um put uh. out fire That well, it's about a show about and in... uh. So, launch. Did you hear talk? Did you listen to the Promare episode? No. Okay, better off that way. Terrible episode. Oof. Um. So, so similar concepts to Promare. Uh You have a bunch of people like just spontaneously combusting. What and people getting fire powers? Okay. Yeah. So the entire idea of um, fire force is that there's um, there's this like weird thing going on where people are just spontaneously combusting, turning into like these fire creatures that wreak havoc. And then you have this whole um, <laughs> fire department agency, a fire department agency that's like uh, that basically absolves of these threats. They go and they um, they basically kill these fire monsters for because uh, they're causing havoc with water and, uh, or with kung th- fu. Uh. With um sh- um shown in fire powers, so with there's, fire, there's a, there's a thing where like, yeah. So okay, They so they kill the fire monsters a, a thing, with fire. Yeah, so there's there's special people who have um fire powers. You have a second generation fire users who can manipulate fire. Then you have third generation fire users who can create fire. And okay. so then you have, you have you have you have main character bro dude who creates fire from his feet and he uses them like like. Jet rockets from the fly around, um, zoom around, um, do like super kicks and stuff. Okay. And he's main he's main character protagonist boy. Uh, he's got tragic backstory where his um, f- um family house burned down when his um mother and brother were in, were in there, and like people think he did it, but he knows he didn't do it. He know there was like uh a, like uh, an infernal in there, or what he knows there's shenanigans involved. So he's trying to figure out why that happened. That's why he joined the fire department okay. to see if he that can learn tragic. why why it happened. And, um, and then it kind of goes from there. You're learning about these interconspiracies, with, like within the fire department. Like, where are the internal combustions coming from? <laughs> um, you learn that there's some bad actors in the fire, like in different agencies. Well, that's actually the, one of the cool things. Is um, the agency that um main character boy I forget his name because I'm terrible with names. Um, the agency he joins, like their specific goal is to investigate the other agencies, and it leads to some fun stuff. The show admittedly does start off rather bad, from like a writing perspective and like just even a directing perspective. Bad, but but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty awfully written. Like just, <laughs> um, not like not even like from like a dialogue standpoint. It's just it's not incredibly interesting what's happening at the beginning. It's kind of it's a kind of slow. Takes its time. That's cr- not in it's a such a ridiculous concept.
1: You think so? Let me get this straight. So I know. in a world where sometimes people catch on fire for no reason and turn into fire monsters. There is an organization of firemen that come out and they defeat the fire monsters with fire. And they have their own fire, but it's good fire. And But behind the scenes, there are bad actors within the fire department that have their own fire-related conspiracies and, and their own and vying for power to become the best at putting out fires with fire. And also the main guy's parents died in a fire.
0: Uh, a mysterious fire. How is the show boring? No, no. Only the first, like, few episodes. Because then as they get into investigating the first agency, that's where the show just, like... How do you make this mundane? You said he flies around on fire feet. Well, I, Okay, so this is also a comparison to, like, literally the first, like, major, like, arc where it, it involves, like, like, the, um... So one of the details of these agencies is that there's that they're in relation to this church and each like agency has to have like basically like like people that do like okay. whenever they kill like uh, an Inferno like thing, they have to like offer a prayer. So there's usually one person there specifically who offers the prayers. So okay. there's the girl that does that because there's, there's a religious undertone to this. So you have like you have like the military um, government <laughs> part and <laughs> you have the r- religious part of it. So you have like these different factions. Okay. And different um, um, fire departments have their different allegiances to these um, different factions. What? what is So who are they praying to? Satan? Uh, the No, the sun. They're they're paying to the sun. Okay, they're sun worshippers. Got it. Yeah, fire theme. I got it. But I got it. Anyways, so Sun's as we off. get into like the first thi- uh, as we first get into, <laughs> fuck you. <Yeah. laughs> um. As we get as we get into the the first agency, things get more interesting as you're actually like as I start actually start fighting other fire users, and oh, like the choreography, the fire effects, the animation, like there were like, the show looks phenomenal at times. Like it already had some really good cuts earlier, but the directing like around the non fight scenes were pretty awful. But like as like between like this the first major arc and the second major arc, those are amazing. We're in the third major arc right now, which. Like, spoilers, like, I've read the manga, so, like, I, I know the stuff that was happening beforehand, but Jesus Christ, some of the stuff is just a feast for the eyes. Like, it's it makes me, like, kind of disappointed that they wasted so much time at the first few episodes, rather than just getting to this stuff, because, oh my god, like, the show can look fantastic. It has some great characters, great personalities. Really interesting, like, one of the things I really like about the show is, like, how interesting it gets with the fire powers. Um, like, there's, um, like like, the one, like, uh, leader of the one agent, like the first agency that they go-, go looking into, like she, like she creates like flowers and like plants like out of like the fire, and then she uses those for her attacks and stuff. So she makes flowers and... out of flame flowers. Yeah, yeah, flowers, trees, and so- like yeah, fl- if it, it, and it's so beautiful to look at, like, like okay, like, it looks good in the manga, but that um. They're, they're. I mean, they're pretty deadly when like applied to like how she uses them. But like, Fire Force goes from this sh- goes from like a passable sh- like like a show that you can just like be like, oh, you can just skip over this. Like if you, it's got some great go, but you don't have to watch it. And to like episode six where it just absolutely gets fucking like insane from then on out. Okay, all right. I, I, th- I think I. Damn, we're like
1: a couple shows in, and I'm like my brain is so like fatigued from, like, taking in, like, all this crazy shit. I know, I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry.
1: The fact that there's a religious undertone to the whole thing makes it even weirder. I, I'm, I'm sure it's... Yeah. No, I'm show sure is entirely I, like, weird. it's weirder to explain than it is to watch. I'm sure if I watch it, I'll be yeah, I mean, like, it's, okay, it's by the,
0: sure, this is just some fantasy I mean, it's shit. a, it's a guy... Be- put it's the, it all it's out behi- there. It's by the guy... <laughs> I mean, it's by the guy behind Soul Eater, and Soul Eater is pretty fucking weird.
1: I haven't seen Soul Eater. I have no idea what it's about.
0: Okay, I I'll say this, Fire Force is better than Soul Eater, IMO, but that's oh, me. Spicy. Um. Okay. Um. Going into the next. Okay. Okay. So there was the two shows continuing on. I guess we're going into completed shows. Um. I'll knock one quick off the plate. Um. Yu Gi Oh of range ended last season. It was god awful. Don't watch it. It was still going. Uh, why have I not marked it as? Yeah. Uh, it finished last season. The um, it's terrible. Don't watch. Don't Yu Gi Oh range is so. Boring, and the character motivations makes very little sense. I don't know. What and it's it's about. trying to be smart. Is is this
1: the I'm trying to think of how to describe his
0: hair, but there's too many things uh, happening the, 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 um, it's, it's 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 where they go into the VR world to play card oh, games. Oh, VR! Like because yeah. playing card because play playing card games with holograms is not enough. You have to go into VR to play holograms. Yeah, what the
1: fuck? That, that, it's already uh, is
0: virtual reality. If, but like augmented um, reality if you're going the vr then like you're, uh, it's a downgrade yep anyways brains like we brains needs its own episode we already talked about it once i don't think you were on that episode uh feel free to go listen to that also i said i was going to talk about the shows i completed i forgot to say that i'm just to quickly touch on the new shows um i'll, I'll do this quickly uh there's um a of a bookworm uh a girl dies in real world gets um reincarnated and uh like, uh I don't know if it's a fantasy world or if it's just like a, an olden style world, but I, I think it's fantasy because one guy uses magic anyways uh, for a second, she, I thought that a, was she, like she, another she, anime she, title <laughs> I know girl wakes but up, but yeah uh, she gets isekai, yeah. she she gets isekai'd into um the body of a little girl, and she her her gimmick is that she really loves books, but her fam- family's too poor for books in this world, and well, books are only only like only like wealthy um, people get books because books are expensive to make. And like a primitive society. Okay. So her, her her whole arc is like learning how to like read and write in this language and trying to make books. And it, it's pretty fucking adorable. Like it's a wholesome isekai. I don't, I don't know if it gets where it goes in the future, but like if, if you want to see a cute little girl, like, like trying to like, well, bringing like a cute little girl who's actually like an older girl in the younger girl's body, who's just loves books. Um, is like using like knowledge she used from the previous world to like help people in this world. They like can help her family in this world and just like do cool things with stuff. I mean, if she's not in the world, uh, like and... she can just
1: like plagiarize Fire Force and no one will know.
0: Exactly. And uh... I don't know if she's been reading manga. She seems like she's more of a literature nut. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know where it's going. It's not a stellar production, but by any means, but it's it's wholesome. It's an incredibly wholesome show and. Like I like it a lot. I- I'm probably gonna finish it unless if it like gets weird, like a lot of isekais do. All
1: right, well that's kind of sweet. Um,
0: yep. Anyways, um, the next new show from this season that I'm watching, which is the only other new show I'm watching this season so far, I- I've got shows to check out, but I've been it's been rough. Um, Babylon, uh, Amazon Prime exclusive. So if you got Amazon Prime, watch the show. Uh, it's a it's a psychological mystery thriller thing where you have like this. The public prosecutor's office in this new fictional city, um, trying to solve like these like mysterious murders that are being written off as suicides. Uh, what I'll say about the sh- like show, it's, uh, it quickly not turns not into a mystery like after the twist in ep- episode three. Like episode four on is more of a thriller. Like they figure out who the bad guy is in episode three, and they, and then like they have to figure out how to take him down for the rest of the show, okay. which is in its own unique way. But what one of the things I can say about the show, and this is, is, it's got some amazing direction, and it probably has one of the best directed um, interrogation scenes I've seen in like anime. Oh, that's, that's um, kind of cool. Like it it, it, it does this, it does this whole thing in the second episode where the interrogation during the interrogation turns into the, turns into the thing being interrogated about. Like you have the character both giving their um, testimony, like answering the questions. All while like doing the things that they're talking about, and it's like it's like shifting between the interrogation and the, um, the events, like back and forth, like in really interesting ways, and it was, like, just that scene alone is worth watching, and that's why it's a shame that's stuck on Amazon Prime. Right. Yeah. Because that, honestly, that but, kind of sounded yeah, interesting, I,
1: but I don't know if Amazon Prime.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the the first the first episode like ends with a pretty big like like twist reveal drop sort of thing, and then the second episode comes in and it's like, yeah, we're gonna, just gonna blow your mind with like this this scene. Like, I don't know if like the rest of the show is gonna look that good, but oh my god, like that that scene on its own without the rest of the show or any context deserves being watched. <laughs> wow, that's some high praise. Yeah, yeah, sick. Anyways, yeah, that yeah. Do you have any? you're gonna say something
1: oh just that that honestly like that's that's the most interesting thing that has grabbed me that you've said about any of these shows so far yeah. having just wanted yeah a really well executed and directed interrogation scene
0: that sounds cool
1: i think you could and i think an anime could yeah. do that really well because it like animes are intense and extreme
0: yeah i know yeah but that's but that's also shows you just like how like bad some the anime directing is when they're just giving dialogue rather than like like you have these shows like sort of online that just like oh yeah we're gonna sit in a cafe for like 20 minutes and just talk about nothing for 20 minutes well yeah, we're gonna that's plot thing. dump things like, for like 20 minutes rather than show
1: these very flat scenes where like it's just alright like, well, like it's
0: especially 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 in light novels that are very wordy and like very like they have these scenes that could work while you're reading it but when you're trying to actually watch it it's like why are you doing this like this you can change things up yeah, they're just like um I think
1: like from a production standpoint they see it as like a free space or like free time where it's like okay, now I can prepare for the next really cool bit. When like it might honestly be better if they just like made everything a little bit more interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh anyways, I'll I'll quickly hop to my completed shows. Um Kimitsu no Yaiba, um Demon Slayer. It's a fairly standard shonen um type of, type of show. a uh, really likable main character. Um, with some stellar production value in the fight scenes, it's got some of the best looking like fights. Period. Like I, I praised Fire Force on its fights, but what Kimetsu no Yaba does in some of its fights are just downright looks like it belongs in a movie. There's this whole um fight scene in, like on around episode twelve where you got this guy who can um shit like he lives, he's like lives in this mansion that can shift things around, like the the, the rooms shift shift around and it uses like this CG um computer animation thing and it it looks better than video games. <laughs> oh shit. Like, like like it look it looks beautiful. On the other hand, you also have some pretty bullshit um CG where you have like just the character walking away and it's just a CG body on a two D plane. Anyways, I didn't even talk about what the show's about. Uh you yeah, got what you, like what is this? These um So you, you, you we're in a world where you have these things called like these demons, which are basically vampires. Um they they need to feast on human flesh to survive, and if they're in the sunlight, they die. Um, okay. You have this um, like specific demon going around. You have a specific demon going around turning people into demons, and one of the people that get turned like and he basically visits um main character's um house uh, while he's out, eats the whole family except um his younger sister and turns Shit. his younger sister into a demon. That's greedy. So we, I mean, yeah. So now we're so then you're we get in this conflict where main character is like, I don't want like. It's like, oh, no, I'm being chased down by my sister who wants to eat me. Then you, but he also, but then you have this, like, samurai guy. Because there's, like, this um league of, what? like, samurai people who um <laughs> okay. who kill the, who, like, who are tasked with killing the demons. So, I thought we were in the because modern they can day. Only be c- it, it's sort of in the modern. Okay, okay. It is the is modern day. Like on, just ni- also it's just samurai. Just a- Got it. Well, no, well, no, it's like the 1950s, so not modern days. I don't know the but, exact time frame. Like, but it's it's like, too it's late like, for samurais, but they're there anyway. Got it. Yeah, well, they're not like they're, it's yeah. So like they're not really samurais; they're called demon hunters. So they've got like these um magical swords that can kill the demons if you chop their head off. But you can it only works if it's with these specific swords. So uh, this this um demon hunter guy comes up; he's gonna kill um his sister, um because she's turned into a demon. But like main characters guy is like, no, that's my sister; you can't kill her. Okay. And and then it goes from there. Like he prevents him from killing her, and he he escapes. And then he meets up with um this trainer guy, who trains him to, like to prepare to be a demon slayer. And the whole like weird conflict of the thing is like, like his sister learns like like is basically brainwashed by like hypnotized by this guy, like by this um, guy, so she won't eat humans, because the demons don't actually need to eat humans apparently. They just like, but him. like they have got this inset- Well, they have this insatiable, uncontrollable urge to do so. Okay. But they they don't they technically don't need to, but anyways, so yeah then you have this whole thing where he so the entire story basically rolls around him becoming a demon slayer and him protecting like him carrying around her, trying to figure out how to turn her back from being a demon so this is kind so of there, like uh,
1: this so this is about conversion therapy,
0: <laughs> yes, it's about conversion therapy. From a, from like um, a very but fundamental Christian perspective. Yes, but on the on the other hand, one of the interesting one of the things I really like about the show is that it doesn't play it doesn't make the demons out to be these monsters like like when, especially when it deals with some of like the ones that have been around a bit more. No, like yes, there like, are some monsters the sin, were, like, not in Not the sinner, you know. yeah, it's, Well, yeah. Ex- well, it's like a lot of these guys like have like these like backstories and these like there's still human elements about them and it's I think one of the message of the story is yeah these are monsters going around killing people and they have to eat people to survive but they still like have a heart like they're still like they don't choose <laughs> to be like this they're like you know it's like they they were like they were forcibly made to put it into this situation but they they're still like hu- like humans with flaws and like, personalities and Yeah, they they do
1: have flaws. Like, for example, they love fucking eating your family.
0: Well, it's like, well, it's like, well, this one guy is, like... Very Like, like, like this one guy's, like, just really... uh, It's like, he's, like, an author who's just... Who got really upset that, um... Like, uh, he was was trying to get... He was trying to get his work published before he turned into a demon, but his, um... Everybody kept turning his work down, like, his novel down. Okay. And then you got, like, another guy who's, like... Who's, like, never had a family, so so he's obsessed. He's, he... He, like... He's, like, obsessed with this, like, creating this false family dynamic with other demons. So, because he's... Since he was, like... I think he was, like, an orphan, so we never knew what it was like to have a family. Right. Okay. So, he's he's pretty fucked up, but you understand why he's like that. And it feels like the show is, like... Demon Slayer is much more concerned with showing, like... There's more to, like, these monsters than them just being monsters. And the main character kind of shows that, like, he doesn't feel, like... Like, the... That's one of the nice things, like, by Tanjiro as a main character is that he, like, he feels, like, he, like, despite knowing that he's doing, like, he's killing these things for the right reasons, like, he still feels sad that he's ending these lives that were, like, he's the good-natured shonen protagonist who has a heart, and he's not just cold-hearted, like, oh, I've got, I've got to take down bad people. Okay. And to be fair, he does relate a bit with that because he has a sister who's a demon who's also not going around killing people. Yeah, well, like he can an, see it kind of from both perspectives now. Yeah. So
1: does he go around and he like meets these characters with these tragic backstories and, and then he kills them? Well, but feels bad about it.
0: Well, it's like he well, he well yeah, well he's he's given missions from the demon hunter corps. Like these people are like these monsters are still killing people and stuff. So it's not like they're like they need to be killed because they're still killing people. Let's be real. But it's more of like sad about the circumstances, about sad about like why do we have to be in this situation, sort of thing. Like they like they didn't ask to be demons, they didn't ask to be like this. In some ways, it's kind of similar to that zombie dynamic. It's like no one asked to become a zombie, but like zombies are pretty fucking awful. I mean, uh, it's kind of weird because like you know zombies are. It, no, they do
1: not to be zombies, but but like they're not really a person. They're not treated as a person after they're zombified. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, they they lose their. Well, that's the. I think that's where the interesting dynamic is. It's like with zombies, even vampires and werewolves is like they lose their humanity in the process. Where but these, these guys demons, keep their
1: humanity. They just also love to eat people and can't help themselves.
0: More, more, more. Well, more like they have to. Like, there's a lot. There's a. There's multiple reasons you have, like, the... First, they're compelled to do so by being demons. It's not like, oh, yes, I want to eat human. It's like, like oh, my God, I need to eat a human. It's... I don't um, know. It seems a bit weird. Of a, like, like, I don't... I know. Well it's like, that, like, well, it's like zombies don't, like, automatically, like, oh, I want to eat brain. It's just zombies compelled to go eat brain. A vampire, like, doesn't, no, like... I understand the concept, well, but like, I, I just find, like, yeah. the
1: whole... The drama of it to be a bit, like, um... Uh, look, granted, I haven't watched the show, but like it feels almost yeah. like a contrived tragedy. It's like, man, wouldn't it be really bad? Wouldn't well, it be so tragic if like if somebody had to eat people just because someone bit them and now they have to and now you got to kill them? Well, it's like because like, cause well, they're well, not like uh, just... they're not killing people as like as like a culmination or a result of their tragic backstory. They just also have a tragic backstory. The real problem is that they got well, it... bitten by some asshole.
0: Well, but, but, like, well, it's specifically, well it's, it's specifically, like, this one guy going around turning people into demons who've, like, for his own whatever. Like, it's not, it's not even, like, oh, yes, coincidentally, this monster came up and bit me. It's, like, no, I was pretty much specifically chosen by this one asshole to turn me into a demon.
1: Okay, I mean, I just, like, like, I guess I get that it's sad, but, like, I, it doesn't, I'm trying to find, like, a parallel to something real, and I can't
0: seem to really find <laughs> one, like... Well, that, and so that's, it's that's, con- that's part of it. I guess where the I guess that's where the that's sort of where the horror in it lies. It's like it in some ways it, it does fall back onto some of those horror tropes where you lose, like. like okay, it's this, so
1: it's kind of meant to be just like, like a bit disturbing.
0: It's been, yeah. It's but well, it's supposed to be disturbing and horrifying, and
1: I guess like, I should have guessed since people like, are being eaten, it, but like.
0: Yeah, it's it's
1: very much it. It kind of creates this situation where it's like these un this uncaring universe just kind of unjustly made these people all fucked up. Now I gotta
0: put them down.
1: I guess I I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's what horror is basically: is this unjust universe allowed this situation to happen? Yeah, I I I, guess. I guess I understand. And uh, and the other sense of the horror is, uh, and uh, Andrew, I'm back to the comparison, like, imagine, like, if you were a zo- like, if you got turned into a zombie, but you still had your consciousness, but you had no control of your body in the zombie form. And you're forced to eat all your friends and loved ones without, and, like, without being able to do anything about it. Yeah, that would suck. I think that's more of, like, what it's trying to go for. But as I said, like, part of what like, makes the show really special is, like, it's phenomenal, like, action scenes. like. It just, it looks breathtaking at times. Sure. Cool. I just wish it looked that breathtaking all the time.
1: <laughs> I feel like if you want an anime experience that looks breathtaking all the time, you gotta watch a movie.
0: Yeah, but that's, like, that's fair. Speaking of which, the next season of it's gonna be just a movie, so hopefully that whole thing looks good. Um, let me, um, anyways, let me move on so we can finish things up. I'm gonna quickly touch on Lord the second, uh, Rail Zeppelin, which is just another Fate spinoff. Uh uh it's basically fate murder mystery uh if you don't watch fate you're not going to get anything out of it it's just pretty much a direct sequel to fate 0 uh where waver's older and he's solving mysteries uh it's it doesn't really work as a mystery series because it relies on a lot of magic bullshit that you you kind of already need to know from fate otherwise all of it just comes like things are being pulled out of the ass got it uh, there's some pretty nice looking on um, fight scenes it's by um the same people who did um uh recreators so yeah it's it, it looks great at times but it's full of fate bullshit and if you're not into fate you're not into lord you won't be into lord el Molloy. uh that's basically all i have to say about it because it it's it, it's it bastardized like everything about like every iteration on fate bastardizes fate just a little bit and that's part of what makes it fun but yeah i can't recommend lord el maloy the second unless if you're already into the fate hellhole right it seems very niche Really. Yeah. Um... If yeah. you're not into it, you just have no
1: idea what's happening.
0: Well, it's like even if you've watched Fate Zero, you still don't have enough context to watch Lord Elmo the Second, and this is like a direct sequel to Lord like Fate Zero. So yeah, just a bunch of bullshit. Gotcha. No, I, I see, guess it will be like else? trying to watch Dragon Ball got... Heroes
1: without knowing a bunch of shit. Yeah. Oh god, Dragon Ball Heroes. No, good.
0: I've got. No. Um, for the record, I. Um, I'm going to just touch on Vinland Saga for one second. Uh, it's good. I need to catch up on it. Um, I'll maybe talk about it more next season. I just haven't had much time. I haven't been able to bring myself back to watch it, but it's good. Uh, blame Amazon Prime just not being Verve or Crunchyroll for me to be in my playlist of stuff that I keep wa- keep watching. That's basically it. Um, now I'm down to two shows where I think I've got the unpopular opinion on, which is Fruits Basket and Given. Which both kind of suffer the same problem. I think I remember you talking about Fruits me. Basket a while ago,
1: and I just could not get over the fact that it's okay. not called Fruit Basket. The fact that's Fruits I Basket. Know. It's well, just so um, perfectly Japanese.
0: There's a there's a reason why I chose to save these two for last, because I would talk for an hour about these. Uh Fruits Basket, biggest problem. Uh its name? It's directed f- well, yeah. So Fruits Basket is in general generally a kind of a doesn't know what it wants to be. It's um, a show where um, you have this um, tragic family of people who have into Zodiac things. But it's also got this love triangle between um, the main character and these two guys that are uh, part of that family. And the best example, the best description I can give to Balfour's Basket is it's tragedy cry porn. Every, bu- <laughs> every character in the story has a tragic backstory and every episode like, every episode and most of, like, the, well, most of every episode is dealing with each individual character's tragic backstory, and it ends with main character girl who is, who can do no wrong saying the right words and making that person cry and, like, learn some lesson. Uh, wow. The show does g- genuinely look great, but it's got its priorities all wrong. So, there is um a Fruits Basket um adaptation years, like, I think over a decade ago. That never finished the entire story, but was directed in a completely different way. My number one biggest fruit like issue with Fruits Basket, and it's not even the main girl who is pretty. Like, it's a Hanizo- Kanazawa character, but i probably one of the more obnoxious ones that I've heard her play. She literally like she's she's very Mary Sueish. Like even when she does everything, does something wrong, everybody's like, "Oh, that's so adorable that she did that wrong." Or she does something wrong, but it turns out to be right in the end, Um, which can work. Don't get me wrong. That can work. I, I feel like there's a lot of stories that are ripped from this concept in that sense, where you have like this kind of like pure little angel that everybody just loves. But what what it comes back to is everything is so sad all the time. And because of that, when the tragic things hit, I feel nothing. Absolutely nothing because it's just you have this overwhelming sense of just this is a sad show throughout the whole thing, which in contrast to the older adaptation of it treated it more of like a slice of life comedy at times. Like I just compare like looking side by side, side some of the scenes like. It's night and day. Like there's so much energy and life in the old, like the old adaptation behind the comedy scenes, where it's like, okay, I can see myself laughing at this, like this being this being a dramedy where I laugh at this, and it dearms, it disarms me. So later on, we have this tragic thing, like I'm in the complete emotional flow of it. A lot of the humorous scenes in this adaptation just come off as awkward and uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, you need a you and need a contrast. Like I mean, I don't know. I I think in general having, uh. Well, sadness needs to stand in contrast to something to, to hit as high as it could, I think.
0: Yeah I mean it's possible and, just to make something that's
1: depressing the whole time, but like if it's a series, like maybe you want to have a bit more balance. Like I think a movie can get away with being yeah. sad the whole time. Um
0: Oh yeah, definitely. But but it's like well because like but the sadness doesn't really Build on anything. Where in a movie, it's like a sad movie. It's like things just get progressively sadder, sadder, sadder. Right here, it's like, oh, you have started up start of episode, introduce new character, um, learn sad thing about that character, go through, go through, and then oh, main character says the right thing to make that person cry and realize that they need to do something better with their life.
1: Right. Yeah. Like I, that's essentially almost every episode. A, of- a formula kind of ruins the whole thing, doesn't it? You know what? Kind of reminds me. Yeah. Like this is um, a this is a bizarre example, but. It, there's like these really weird shitty movies where like like amateur movies that this guy makes where he always makes himself like an alien or something or like somebody comes down to like punish humanity for doing everything wrong or it's like it, yeah. it just feels like um I don't know someone just like it's like a straw man or something just like arrogantly like throwing down their world view or it's yeah. like here's this well, character who like well, obviously agrees with everything I agree with who comes in and tells everyone what they should be yeah, doing well, with their lives and not be sad. Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, like seems like kind think, of a sanctimonious it, idea for like, a show. Yeah, well, I think things like in general could have worked better. Just like, like, I don't know. Like, like somebody, like if you were to take an individual episode out of context, it's, it could be fine or you could find something good. or you could relate to the story, but watching it week after week, the same thing happening every week. It's like, there's, there's absolutely no tension. And then you have the big twist on the last episode, which has, like, w- was sort of foreshadowed, but not in a productive way. So then you have this like big weird thing happen with one of the characters that makes no sense in the lore of the show because it wasn't really discussed in that way. Like, there was no inclination that something like this could have happened with one of the characters. You're already dealing with magical things with people turning into animals, but it kind of jumps the shark on like the last two episodes. That's all I'm going to say. Jumps the shark, and it, it sounded like you didn't like it to begin with. Yeah. Well, so, jumps so the shark. Many... And shark in like the internal. Yeah, it, it's like there's 24. Completely... There's there's 20... there's there's 25 episodes, but this is just the first season. So you have 25 I... episodes of this. I don't. Yeah. See, uh, I, like <laughs> I, I okay, can't help but once again okay, feel th- like I'm in that th- th-
1: place where I'm like,
0: okay, why do you okay. do this to yourself? So this is this is a. This is the specific case where people praise the show, like praise Fruits Basket to high hole like, it's it's like known as like one of like a great show. And okay. I'm just like, you're just watching to see when it gets good. Like, okay, maybe this is what people are talking about. Maybe this is what people are talking about. And you're watching every single episode and you're like, what the fuck are people talking about? And then at the same time, you kind of can't pull your eyes away. It's like, how can people like this? How can people cry to this? How can people feel anything about this? Okay. Like, I- I it's I almost becomes you. like a fascinating... It almost becomes a studious, fascinating watch. Um, I, I got. Gotcha. I can't really say the next thing for. Um, it's kind of the same thing with um, the next show, Given. Like, it's just something. This is like was like a, people were calling it like the sleeper hit. People loved this show. I don't get it. It's basically it's um, gay boys make a rock band. Basically, one of but it's you got one one like normal high school guy that's good luck, and then you have another one with a tragic backstory. But he's kind of like he's like the the kind of the, the quiet autistic kid who doesn't like say much. He's like traumatized because of something that happened in his past. But the show uh. takes like, which I'll say this: I think Given would have worked much better as a movie rather than watching weekly. It might be a more enjoyable watch watching it all at once rather than like watching it waste its time every single week doing a right. lot of like like. Okay, so the story of given the entire, like when you, when you actually boil down the characters and motivations and stuff has like, should be good. Like it should be like, Oh yeah, this is a good tragic, like, like healing story about someone who had like this tragic thing happen to them. And they're like, they're engaging with society. They're finding love, like finding love again. But it kind of ends up coming off more, more as like, it feels like its priorities are all focused on the wrong thing. It's a lot of times it feels like oh we're gonna focus like it doesn't know if it wants to be a band show. It doesn't know if it wanna be, wants to be like this gay love story or if it wants to be this um, tragic backstory. Like this like oh there's helping this person with this tragic backstory. And the I can't like and the parts of the show that really emphasize this for me is a when it's just spending so much time just wait like doing like slow panning shots of the scenery um not really doing much with the actual story like adapting so little of the story in like one episode
1: yeah i think that's just like a production and, thing i don't i don't i have trouble imagining yeah, no, if that's, no, I, that's like a creative I, decision
0: but that's but that's the oh yeah no but that's the thing like this is based off a manga i haven't read the manga i feel like a lot of the problems with the story could easily be focused by Uh, some more internal monologue from certain characters, Uh, reading it rather than sitting there for, like, minutes on end, like, like, wasting so much time just looking at scenery. And some of, like, some of the episodes, like, focus on, like, this other, like, these other characters and their potential, like, gay romance, but, like, one's already in a relationship and one doesn't know. And it adds absolutely nothing to this main story of these people And when the story's already going so slow, it feels like it's just wasting so much more time when what we like, like, it's like we should have like, like this thing we learn about the character's backstory, like shouldn't have been treated as a mystery. This should have been like something within the first couple of episodes so we could actually relate to him rather than having like trauma, like traumatized Larry just sitting around being mopey and like seeing some sparks of life come into him when he's playing music. It's hard to care about the characters when you don't know enough about them for too long. Like if you're right. playing a mystery ad for too long, and then all of a sudden you get to like these like few like episodes like eight, nine, and ten, where you start learning everything about his backstory, but so little has happened beforehand, it just I just kinda of wish I just saw this stuff first. Right, because
1: this is what like, it's actually a- allowed you to emphasize with the kid. Can- empathize with the character yeah
0: it's like it's like you have like this whole emotional scene where he's singing like he's he's worked up the courage to sing on stage and like you see all this emotion heart is showing this, like all the details of this backstory that we've been missing from before and i'm like god damn it like i actually feel something towards this i just wish i had these feelings for the rest of the story
1: yeah like, I, I, it's not like, like this is fun like fun to it, retroactively make his story a, a story I wonder if like like cuz yeah. you said that you segued into this by talking about stories that like are popular but you don't really understand why. And I wonder if this is partially because this is like being like kind of a a, a gay romance is maybe something yeah. that is like well, um
0: well it's a well I think well that's I think it's a lot of, it's like, it's, like it's a very it's of, a very slow
1: I feel like people might be stopped with well, this a very kind sl- of content in
0: Oh yeah, I definitely anime. I definitely agree. It's like it's it's like a it's like it's a slow slice of sort of slice of lifely like um, gay story. But at times I feel like it's just kind of fetishizing the gay. It's like, oh, of course, we have to have these other characters also being gay because, of course, every male character in the show has to be gay. Um, Then there's um, like a lot of gay stories, like especially, yeah, we have very problematic senses of uh, like in terms. It's probably very problematic in sense of consent. There's a lot of dubious consent um very awkward relationships people being forced into things a lot of questioning oh i can't be ga- oh no i must i i don't i can't be gay I, uh, blah, 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 blah. um the and the even so this show doesn't completely escape that because after that big like singing scene um like it's not as bad as like some other shows make it but there's a point where it like the main like the one main character just steals a kiss from the other guy and it's really forced really awkward and yes, it comes back later. It's like, oh, like, I think I love him. Like, well, the, like the guy that was kissed is like, oh, I think I love him. But at that moment, it's like, that was an incredibly inappropriate time to kiss him. It's like, you've had no indication that the, like, well, you've had no even conversation about you two liking each other. Like it's been very one-sided from the start. This guy has been traumatized in the past. Um, You don't even know if he actually likes you or if it's just one-sided. And yet he comes from this big emotional thing where he's, I'm um, crying about this past relationship he has, like on stage, and then you just and you just kiss him out of nowhere, and it's really weird. That is it's really weird. That
1: is a weird time. Someone's talking about yeah. their ex. It's like out of, <laughs> and then you kiss. Them. It's like
0: I would have like, it's like it's one of those things. Just like I could have seen a, him like hugging him and like giving him like, a really strong and passionate like hug, but to make it a kiss and nothing but a kiss is just really weird. Right.
1: I think this is probably a yeah. I it's think a, this is probably about like. Being, like, an okay uh, cool. execution of a thing that people are really missing in, like, anime content. Like, yeah. just, yeah. yeah, just, like, a, a yeah, male guess, gay it,
0: romance story is probably not uh, super yeah, common. I, I guess. It's just My general rule of thumb is, like, is viewing it this way. If that was a girl kiss kissed like that, that would have seen, been seen as incredibly problematic and rapey. That's sort of where I stand. A lot of this yaoi stuff gets away with dubious consent because it's two guys where right. it's like, like this is all anyone a, has like, if it was,
1: so they're just like all right we'll take it
0: yeah so i that kind of like soured that scene for me like like oh we had this like really show i was and it's soured by this forced kiss that you know it seems like it should be
1: an important moment um
0: yeah um but I don't know how the manga is. There, they're, like I could see this being one of those shows that cuts out a lot of like inner monologue and a lot of dialogue to fit this show format. A lot of shows like to do that, where it's like it's trying to be a bit more artsy and like melodramatic rather than actually telling the story. Hmm. But that, that I mean, I always give the benefit of doubt of what was adapted rather than but not it, it could be trying to do more of a more show not tell sort of thing and I don't think it worked in the same way that it should have I don't think the production value was up there to even be able to show it in well, a Well, if that's what they were, that's what happened than, I I
1: think they they probably just revealed how weirdly problematic the original thing is cuz like maybe in the manga it's yeah. like you know by looking into the, both of their heads they both like each other at that point already but like and maybe yeah. it's even thinking man I wish he would kiss me or something but like but when well, they knowing that like they can't no, read the, each other's minds well, like just to go for it well, is like whoa. No, the,
0: no, no. But the really weird thing is like it's explained like at the, around the time that whenever he was with that guy, all like, well, whenever the two guys were together, the guy with the traumatic backstory was seeing his past lover there with him. Like, like it's it, like it's incredibly weird because it's like this guy's reminding him of his past lover, but he's seeing his past lover actually there with him, like seeing the ghost of him. Whoa.
1: Okay. And it's, so he's got like a mental like and it, and it thing happening
0: yeah it's you're it's like this like this guy is clearly going through some severe trauma from what ended up from what happened and like it's very clear that he's kind of broken and he's kind of recovering and for him for the one guy to steal that kiss there seems really gross like i, I think M-O. what this guy it's needs
1: like, right now is a relationship <laughs>
0: the, yeah it's like, like
1: uh okay like, that's certainly a call yeah
0: he just I needs a new boyfriend that's like anyways I, I think that's the last show my computer's running low i'm running late on time i'm already oh, way shit. over thing. well at least you um, managed to get in yeah. a conversation about weird problematic sexual things uh within this uh of, within this anime roundup i mean it's I a think. theme of br- it's a theme of br- it's a theme of bros in a landfill everything's problematic that's right including the show especially us Anyways, this has been Bros in a Landfill signing off. uh, Anime! Hopefully. Woo!
1: We did it.